Welcome to Equestrian Movement's First Do No Harm podcast. I'm your host, Katie Boniface, co-founder of Equestrian Movement with Sarah Gallagher. We work with horse riders who want to build a stronger bond and a deeper connection with their horses. In our First Do No Harm podcast, we discuss with other industry professionals how to work with horses to firstly do no harm and secondly support their mental, emotional and physical well-being throughout the training process so that we have horses that enjoy learning and ask to be ridden. Each episode, we discuss the different influences our training can have and how we can improve our horses' overall athleticism, soundness of mind and body, and emotional fortitude, while strengthening and deepening our relationship with our horses. Each week, I will endeavor to bring to you a new episode on horse riding, training, handling and husbandry for an interview with other industry professionals to help you address where and why you might get stuck in creating the beautiful union of dancing souls that is the equestrian sport. Are you ready to kick off today's show? Let's get started. Hey team, Katie here from Equestrian Movement and this is episode four of our connection series. I hope you're enjoying the training so far. If you're only just joining us today, this connection series is the kind of finer, more subtle details that we work on with my students to develop a good connection and relationship with our horses and to take it a little deeper. Some of these um, you know, terms that we use that describe a feeling can be kind of hard to explain and hard to interpret and it's really in the experience of the word that we get an idea of what that word actually means. So there's some ways that I try to set up these experiences for my students so that they can develop a feel of what it's like to connect with a horse. Because we've got to understand how our horse is trying to connect with us and quite often, you know, humans, we can connect through language, but often we kind of miss the finer details of body language and eye contact and facial expressions. Some of us are still like fairly good at that and then it's just interpreting the way that the horses use their body language and and their facial expressions. So in this series I'm sharing with you eight of our more unorthodox exercises that we can use to just get to know our horses a little bit better and come together in in an experience that maybe has a little less arguments. <laughs> okay, so today's training is about togetherness. So my question to you is do you participate with your horse in the activities that they enjoy or are you always getting them to do what you want? So for those of you with kids, have a consider of this. Your child or your children are sitting in the lounge. They're absorbed in play in this world that they've created with their imagination and they are having the best time. They are giggling and, you know, using their little toys to talk to each other and they've created this whole world around them. You're in a rush and you've come out of the kitchen and you're like, right, it's bath time, into the bath. And on cue, the bargaining and the tantrum start. 
So instead of coming out and just whipping into your next task that you need to do for the day, what if you went and you sat down with the children, your child, and joined in on their game with them. It doesn't have to be for very long. It could just be five minutes and you can be talking to them about, you know, who the characters are in their world and what game they're playing. And then you say, okay, it's time for whoever the toy is that they're playing with to go for a bath. Should we, you know, take him into the bath with us? We can have a little bit of a smoother transition, hopefully sometimes not always, <laughs> of getting our child to continue the game into the bath without having to have the big argument and the tantrums and the bargaining to get them in there. So this is something that we do a lot with our horses. It's something that my horse hates me doing to him is, um, you know, heading down to the paddock without even saying hello with a purpose of, I need to get you in, I need to get you ridden, I need to get you exercised. Uh, you're just another list on my, you're just another chore on my to-do list. I don't have time to faff around. Get your butt into gear. Get your halter on. Get up to the barn and let's like just quickly smash out this training session because I've got to go home and you know cook dinner or I'm just tired because it's been a long day and I'm exhausted whatever it is when we go into the paddock with that attitude we are starting our training session off on the back foot of you know our horse kind of like being snapped out of there they're probably like super relaxed having a little nibble on the grass, being real chill, and then we've come up to them and gone, okay, turn away, work, work, work. And so then they're like, what? I'm not even in a working brain. I'm, and so where this is where we're gonna start the argument from the get-go. So being able to transition our horse into a working brain as well is like, hard because it's hard for us as well it's like me getting up in the morning and needing my coffee before I do anything else in the day it's like you know sitting down and doing three hours of work and then getting up and getting a biscuit to do like another couple of hours of work the hardest part is getting yourself into that work frame of mind once you're in it, the time passes really quickly. But the hard thing is that the task of applying yourself and putting the effort in. So transitioning our horse from you know just hanging out in their paddock, eating grass with their friends, having a good time, into work mode. You know, it's not just about getting the whip out and pressuring them and you know bullying them in, into work. It's like, how do you? Uh, set up task achievement how do you motivate your horse into coming up and engaging in learning learning being fun and then they're asking for a ride because being ridden is fun also so you want to set up you know you want to have a strategic objective to your training session if you're just doing circles on repeat without understanding why and feeling guilty because your horse doesn't get exercised enough. Like that's why you and your horse are not enjoying each other. What you really want to think about every time you are working with your horse, does this exercise have a purpose? Is this purpose of benefit to my horse? 
Uh, and so then every situation that you put you and yourself into, sorry, your horse, you and your horse into should have a beneficial outcome for your horse. I mean, we're not always going to hit that beneficial outcome because we come across across roadblocks and stumbling blocks along the way, but we're trying to achieve that positive beneficial outcome for our horse with every training session. So sometimes it's nice just to even go and hang out with our horse without any purpose, like go down and join in with them with while they're hanging out with their mates or while they're grazing or maybe you can join in on them grazing and then ask them to put their halter on and then you can take them out for a graze outside of the paddock. There's so many ways that we can join in with our horse in what they're doing so that we're not just like always telling them to do what we want them to do. And then we want to take that through into the rest of our training as well, understanding what things your horses like and they don't like. We've talked a little bit about the softening. How does your horse like to be padded? Where doesn't your horse like to be touched? How do they like to be scratched? You know, doing things that make your horse happy, not just on your terms. This is about getting to know your horse as an individual and its unique quirks and habits and trying to understand them and work with your horse with them. You don't fix your horse. You understand your horse and you learn how to work with them. When I'm working with the school horses and I'm giving them a part for their hard work, I know that two of them really like their ears being softly stroked, one of them likes their forelock being ruffled, another one likes their underneck being scratched, and then the other one likes the flat palm on his forehead, like just rubbing gentle circles on his forehead. So we have to understand that each horse is going to have a preference and that we're not trying to force our expectations of what this relationship should look like onto them but actually hearing what they like and how they want to connect with us and, and finding that in-between place where we can both enjoy each other's company. So this also translates into training in that like you don't always need to be drilling arena work. Sometimes you want to be like playing games, what kinds of things are fun, like what kinds of things does your horse enjoy? A couple of the horses that, you know, don't have great work ethics really enjoy our more playful games. And so getting the ball out and playing soccer with them before we hop on and ride gets them into a much more motivated mindset for the actual being ridden part because we're not just like pushing them and pressuring them and hassling them into work. We're saying, okay, come on, let's go in, let's play a game. Um, and then that brings their energy up, especially like these horses if you're using treats as well, so that we're getting them into a more working brain or like a higher level of energy for that energy output to get into that actual working brain. And so that, again, is part of understanding your horse's temperament. Like when we look at the quadrants of the different horses that we talk about in training trainability, introducing some play-based skills before riding uh, works really well with the pushy horses whereas very specific cue training with our more um, you know we call them our aggressive type horses really gets them interested in learning being very clear in, in marking the reward and they get excited to earn um, praise for their efforts 
Whereas getting down into a deeper state of relaxation or confidence through curiosity training is going to be really good for our more spooky horses. So figuring out like what kinds of exercises, you know, really your horse really thrives on and incorporating that into your training, even if it's not every day, but you know, being able to adapt into the kinds of things that your horse likes doing and not always just making them drill their arena work or do the things that you want to do. So this week being, you know, the Christmas period and we might hopefully have a little bit of free time, but also we're trying to pack it full of family. I want you to set the intention and the goal of spending some time with your horse doing something that they enjoy. If it's just hanging out in the paddock, so be it. Fiddy and I like to have a cup of chamomile tea together, recognizing that we can just enjoy each other's company without expectations really helps to consolidate and strengthen that bond and that relationship. What does it look like when you and your horse are just together enjoying each other without objectives, tasks, to-do lists and chores. So that's it for today. A little short one for you but I hope it get a lot out of it. This is something that I practice with the schoolies. It's something that I practice with my son <laughs> and my family. It's just trying to let myself relax into the moment and enjoy um, eat their company and try and join in with them in what they are doing. When we do this with the schoolies, I've been able to find that really nice place where the schoolies enjoy looking after the beginners and doing their work because it's with me. We've built out that relationship, we've built out that rapport, I've done the work to make them enjoy learning and movement feel good even with unbalanced riders that don't communicate well. It's all about, you know, when it comes to that actual work ethic, it's all about how you structure out your training session to create small achievable challenge, challenges with an immense sense of satisfaction and immense sense of um, quality of outcome of satisfaction for the horses rather than them trying to you know meet my goals that I've set for them and then that's how we have horses that really enjoy learning and enjoy what they're doing because it feels good to be learning and not just be like pressured into doing more and being better than then who they are. Hope you've had a lovely Christmas and we will see you in the new year. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you're loving what you're listening to on the podcast, you might be starting to recognize that trying to control your horse through submission-based training is the worst way to ask your horse to look after you. If you're working with or riding horses, you know how unpredictable and sometimes scary they can be. Unfortunately, most struggling horse riders make the mistake of thinking they can physically control their 400 plus kilo fur babies by moving their feet or spooking them into responding with flags and join up. Without giving your horse a reason to care about you and look after you, you will most likely end up with a horse that is disconnected at best, shut down or explosive at worst because they can't communicate their needs with you. Especially if you are already scared, worried or nervous handling your horse. 
That's why we've created our new free online training experience, Building a Connection with Your Horse. This is how I've gone about creating safe horses for beginners, no matter the breed or previous handling experiences. If you want to learn the secret source behind developing safe horses that care about you and look after you without trauma triggering training methods, register for our new training today at www.equestriummovement.com forward slash connection and I will uncover the three big mistakes you might be making if you're trying to build a relationship with your horse and how you can start building your horse's trust and confidence in you as a leader worth following.